Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Michael J. This is Hypothetical. Excited to have back once again this week, Mr. Searcher Face himself. Dave, welcome back to the show. Thank you. I feel very welcomed by your welcome. Appreciate it. Thanks for yeah. being here. Sure. Uh, you are also our chief complaint officer, so I appreciate you. Uh, yeah, I've been um, for that. I've been manning the phones, um, taking the calls. Um, do you want to you want to do the rundown here before we get into our into our uh, show proper? Uh, oh, you have new complaints for me? Oh yeah. Oh, oh I've got complaints. Yeah. So, um, okay. I mean, we got our typical complaints, uh, mostly about about the amount of boards in use here. Okay. Um, it's not enough for the most part. There's one right. one person who keeps call, calling in saying something like. There are no boards. I don't know who it is. Kind of a high-pitched voice um, from somewhere out west. I, I'm not sure exactly who that is. They didn't leave a name anonymous. so um, Of course. Yeah, so there's that. There's a board. I mean, but we get hundreds of calls a day about the boards. So I, I'm right. not even, I, don't, I just aggregate them into an Excel spreadsheet and send them off to the CEO once a month. So right. um, it's, it's a big issue. It's a, it's a huge issue. Yeah. So um, the other complaint, uh, the other main complaint uh, was – um, that the combat racing league is really just cannonball run, uh, with some, with some firearms. Um, not sure if you know what that means. Cannonball run was a movie, Burt Reynolds, Dom DeLuise, and lots of other people, but several movies actually. I heard of the movie. Never. Yeah. I was gonna say, I know you don't watch it. movies, so I don't, right. but, uh, they didn't play but, hockey in it, did they? They did not play yeah. hockey in it, but right. yeah. so I probably didn't see it. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so there's that. Um, okay. and then there's just a few more that weren't complaints per se, but does the word injunction mean anything to you? It does. It does. Okay, good. Does, yes. um, so the the gummy snake producers of America uh, have sent in an injunction. They they don't really like your tone, and they'd like you to just refrain from talking about them altogether. Which you know seems like a win win. Right. I'm not the one that usually brings it up. No. Yeah. Right. But right. They, they would like it to be banned from the show entirely. Which it okay. seems like a policy that you are trying to enforce. Just some of your guests. Uh, you know. Right. We need to right. make up uh, some sort of something to sign and. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, and then also the, uh, an injunction from the families of Ray Charles and Stevie wonder, um, <laughs> they would like you to stop trying to torture their families and their, their, you know, their family members. Um, and, um, uh, and then finally, uh, the last one, also not a complaint nor an injunction, uh, someone called, uh, to offer an endorsement deal. I think they got routed to the wrong department. Um, okay. but have you ever heard of the organization called, mm? is that all M's? It's three M's. Yeah. Okay. No, I have not. Oh, it's the Mankini Musicians of Mexico. Oh, okay. Um, Great. Yeah. They called and they wanted you to be their spokesman. Now they were clear it was not spokesmodel. Right. Right. Spokesman. They they know Uh, better than that, I'm sure. Yeah. So, so that's, that's really it. And, you know, we, we can address these all off air. I just, I just wanted you to make, make you aware of, of, uh, of what, what we've been seeing over here in the complaints department. So, well, I appreciate it. And, uh, I'm definitely interested in that, uh, endorsement opportunity. So please pass that one along. It, it was, uh, it was seven figures. I'm just gonna say it. Right, not not uh, financial figures. No, no, seven. it wasn't dollars. It was seven dudes in mankinis. Yeah, <laughs> right, mm-hmm. right. Okay. Seven figures. Just so we're clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All yeah. right, perfect. Well, I appreciate all your hard work, uh, manning the complaint line. I know it's sure. not easy, and uh, you know, someday maybe we'll get you some help. But yeah, or you know, some some pay would be nice. But that's <laughs> whatever. Yeah, but that day is not now. No, no. Uh, Fortunately. So since you can't get paid, we can at least play a, a little warm-up game if you'd like. Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's do it. So to start off today, uh, Super Bowl is coming up uh, in less than two weeks. 
which means that pregame shows have probably already started because everyone knows that Super Bowl pregame shows go on for hours, if not days, if not weeks. Years. Years. Yeah, I still think there there might already be the 2030 Super Bowl pregame show on air somewhere. It's it's on uh, the Ocho. The Ocho, yes. ESPN Ocho. Because they need a lot of programming for Super Bowl pregame shows because they go on forever. Um, we're going to create our own Super Bowl pregame show, and it does not have to be necessarily football related, but it will be. It will go on air before the Super Bowl. Um, so I want to know who you're going to host your pregame show with, what you're going to talk about, where you're going to film it, whether you're going to do it at the Super Bowl or in the studio, your bathroom, wherever you want. Sure. Um, and what you're going to call your pregame show? Okay. Well, in the proud tradition of hypothetical, I have a few options. Um, okay. And I don't think it's even options. I think it's. Uh, I've got multiple pregame shows that are going to go on um, in a block before the game. Oh, nice. Um, or maybe even during the game. I'm not sure. Because uh, okay. it's all going to be counter-programming. Um, so it's it's going to be... I gave up uh, I gave up NFL football uh, four years ago, four seasons ago, maybe. Um, okay. You know, A, because the Bears were, have been terrible for a long time, right? So like, yep. there was no fun in it for me anymore. Right. Um, and... Uh, and then the the whole concussion scandal thing happened, uh, right. and then the kneeling thing happened, and I was like, I'm I'm done with this. I don't I don't need I don't need my entertainment fraught with with all this uh, with all these things that make me feel bad. So so I gave right. up on it. So I'm going to do counter programming. Um, Perfect. Yeah. So uh, so what we will probably I mean it'll be on all the major channels that would be showing NFL Super Bowl pre gaming things um, and trying to convince you that there are better things out there. So. Okay. Um, the first one would just be amazing baseball highlights. So it'd just be a better sport for you. Um, it's uh, more exciting than you think. Uh, if you're a football fan, you may look down on the baseball because no one no one really gets hurt. Um, and uh, I mean, you know, people do occasionally, but right. uh, but it, it's exciting. It's it's fun, and, and I'm not doing a good job of selling it here. Selling it here, but well, I mean, you could have a segment with just like batters getting beamed with baseballs. I suppose you could. Yeah, yeah just yeah. like a super cut of just like one guy getting hit after another. Well, what I would do is I'd, I'd show people um, in in the baseball um, getting injured, and then I would show um, a nice long segment of the good health care that they get and how the organization takes care of them. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's what I would yeah. do. So subtle, subtle, <laughs> yeah, super subtle. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then on another channel, we would be showing highlights of um, the Great British Break Off um, okay. because it's a uh, it's you know it's a competitive uh, show, but people are still civil and, and nice, and it's. It's heartwarming and endearing, uh, and uh, it, it shows that you can you can have competition uh, without murder. So, or, you know, it's, <laughs> right. uh, you know, without the intention of trying to murder the right. other people. I gotta uh, imagine the concussion rate is much lower in the Great British Bake Off. Much lower. There's uh, probably more finger cuts and burns. Yes. Probably more burns. Right. But uh, um, and then uh, on um, on a third channel, we would have essentially a Marxist debate. Uh, of the state of the NFL. Um, so, you know, we would talk about how the owners are the, are the, of the teams are the owners of the means of production and the players are the product and, um, and uh, how it sort of shows us the whole classist struggle that will one day tear down, you know, uplifting positive things. I think uh, right before right. people watch their billionaires play their millionaires for a trophy. Very well. So who's going to host these shows with you? Well, I mean, the, the Great British Bake Off one is easy, right? That's That's got its own b- built-in hosts. Um, so I'll just yeah. come in for the tasting portions. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Convenient. So I'll, Yeah, right? So they'll they'll host a whole show and I'll stand there and like I'll wave 
uh, occasionally. <laughs> uh, and then when they get to the tasting portions, I'll, I'll just, I'll just be there eating. Right. And then for the baseball one, gosh, I think you got to have some of the more outrageous characters from baseball, um, hosting those things. Uh, so, you know, we'd, we'd have your, um, your Raleigh fingers and your Dennis Eckersley's and, uh, nice. and, uh, you know, just crazy personalities, goose gossages, um, Excellent. you know, in the proud tradition of, of hypothetical, again, we'd probably have the ghost of someone, uh, come and be on. And I can't think of a good name right now, but you know, somebody, and then, right. um, and then for the Marxist discussion, why not dig up the man himself? Sure. Um, I mean, we'd have to dig him up a few weeks beforehand, let him watch some NFL football. Right. Um, but before we put Karl Marx on, on the screen talking about really how this is a signal of the, 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 uh, the coming, uh, class revolution. So it's, it's crossover programming is such a, uh, a hot thing these days. Would you consider having, uh, some of your baseball players and your, your bakers participate in the Marxist debate? Oh, sure. Yeah. Why not? I mean, you know, it's, uh, baseball players are probably not much less culpable in the, uh, in the, Mar- in the Marxist system. Um, right. but, uh, yeah, I mean, the, theoretically the, the bakers, uh, you know, they make their cakes, which is, so they are the producers. So yeah, I could, I could see that, that, uh, that working out. Okay. Sure. Or who knows, maybe have Carl's Marx, Carl Marx and baseball players make some pastry for us. Oh, I see. That's a, not a bad crossover idea either. Except for maybe someone else will do the tasting for that. <laughs> oh, you don't want to participate in that. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to step yeah. aside for that one. Yeah. So. You'll be full by then. So that's probably true. Yeah. Probably true. So, yeah. Now I know that these aren't my shows, but can I make one request for yeah. guests on your, the Marxist block of your you programming? Can, you can, you can put in a suggestion uh, okay. and we'll, we'll consider it the production team and I. Would you consider also featuring Richard Marx, late eighties, early nineties, heartthrob singer, I believe from Chicago area. Yes. Yes, I would do that for you. And he could just sing right here waiting for you because that's the only song I remember that he ever sang. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll do a little bit of an interview beforehand and see what he's got to say uh, for himself um, about the impending revolution, you know, what side <laughs> he stands on. So Fair. fair. I mean, you don't have to. I, I, you can just sing for all I care. No, no. I want, uh, I want everyone to, to be able to participate. All right. And then uh, I assume you're going to film the Great British Bake Off on their set, wherever that is, probably in Britain. Um, yeah. If, well, if you've never seen the show, it takes place in a, in a tent out in a, in a green field, um, where they, you know, put sort of, uh, makeshift kitchens. So that's going to happen, um, on the field, uh, okay. where the football game would take place. Um, oh, okay. because it's going to take, it's going to run right up until the beginning of the, of the Super Bowl, oh, um, and it's going to so, take a like long the- time to, to break down. And so it'll kind of interrupt the game too. Right. So that will be nice. So the teams will be warming up while they're baking. Um, sure. Yeah. That'd be interesting. I mean, as much as they can with a giant tent in the way, but right. 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 And probably easily distracted by the the smells. Oh yeah, for sure. Especially some of the, 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 the larger linemen who we make jokes about being, you know, fat guys who eat too much, but really they're still elite athletes in some weird sense of the word, but yeah. Right. And, uh, what are you calling these shows? Um, they're calling, I'm calling them why you shouldn't watch football. Simple, straight to the point. Yeah, it's a it's a rock block, if you will. Sure. And the the, the Marxist debate will take place in the players' locker rooms. Um, oh, nice. So that you're sort of fomenting the revolution amongst the oppressed peoples. You know, if you can call your millionaire athletes oppressed peoples, but right, right. That should really fire them up for the Super Bowl, though. <laughs> sure, I guess. So. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Well, I look forward to uh, to watching your rock block of Super Bowl pregame. Yeah. programming. All right, cool. So 
my pregame show is going to be a little different than yours. I imagined I it mean, would be. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I, you know, it's going to be difficult to compete with uh, a Marxist debate featuring baseball players and bakers and Richard Marks and whoever else you have. But, you know, I'm going to try. And uh, my counter programming be my counter programming will be a little bit different. I am sort of staying on the football theme, and the show is going to be called Super Court, and it is going to feature the Simpsons, the Jetsons, Family Guy characters from all those shows. Um, it's also going to feature Ruth Bader Ginsburg, RBG, the notorious RBG, and Bull from Night Court. And the premise of this pregame show is similar to. The existing pregame shows where the various quote unquote analysts, former players or whoever, you know, discussing who they think is going to win the game, who's going to be the better, you know, who's going to have the better passing attack, who's going to rush for more yards, who's going to win the game, who's going to win MVP, stuff like that. The way it's going to work is these characters from these different cartoons are going to argue who they think is going to win the game, who they think is going to be the player of the game, who's going to rush for more yards, you know, whose defense is better, what have you. And so I mean, at this point, it sounds like a stocks, um, like a stock uh, pregame show, right? Like yes, it's okay. like a stock pregame show, but it's Roger Rabbit style because okay. you're mixing cartoon and real life, real okay. people. Okay, I can get behind that. Uh, so <clears throat> the cartoons are going to argue their points: who's going to win the game? You know, who's going to rush for more yards in the first half? Things like that. And RBG is going to judge who the winner is. Okay, so we're talking about like um, uh, an America's Got Sports Commentators sort of show, but animated. Oh, there's a lot going on here. Okay. All yes, right. yeah. And Bowl from Night Court will be there simply to- Just to keep order. Right? Yeah, to keep I mean, order, yeah. keep the peace. Because you got to imagine with a retro cartoon from the future, the Jetsons, and yes. a raucous cartoon like Family Guy that tends to be over the top with what they say. Right, you never know and when then, a, a chicken fight might break out. Right. Right. And then the craziness of the Simpsons, there's going to be a lot of a lot of stuff going on. Sure. So so Bull's Bull's going to be there, you know, keep order um, and make sure that RBG is happy at all times. Now, will he have a, a vat of dip on hand? If he wants. I mean, that, that's a Roger Rabbit reference, you know. Yeah. Uh, like, that's how they kept peace in, in Toontown was the threatening to dip the tunes. And- oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. That, that wouldn't be a bad idea. So that's the gist of of my show. We're going to film it on the set of Night Court. I'm sure that's still around somewhere. Yeah, it's Not actually really, in, but... in my basement. I oh, you okay. know, re- recreated it with some key props from the auction that I go to. So you won't mind that we're recording there next weekend? No, not at all. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, and again, the show is going to be called Super Court. So that's going to be my pregame show. It's not going to be a super long show. We don't need uh, five hours of television programming because we've got your rock block of of pregame shows. So this will just be another one in the okay. in the mix. So um, can I ask some questions then? Of course. Uh, so what um, what exactly are you hoping to get out of this program? Like, what do you think that, uh, you know, the, the button presser at a widget factory and the uh, safety inspector at a nuclear uh, facility and whatever the hell it is that the family guy does um, will <laughs> will bring to your to your uh, pregame show? Uh, I am more focused on what RBG is going to bring. I okay. think Justice Ginsburg is going to set them all straight in hilarious ways. Okay. So uh, you're you're essentially painting her as a slightly more dignified Judge Judy. Precisely. Okay. All right. Precisely. Okay. Yes. I mean, how often do famous cartoon characters 
get set straight by a Supreme Court justice. I can't think of one time right. personally. on national yeah. television. Yeah, no, from it's, my it's basement. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. With a hilarious bailiff. Okay. Uh, sure. You know, in the courtroom. Okay. So that's. I mean, uh, it, it, it's on paper. It's not great, but when you, <laughs> but, when, but when you explain the possibility of it, and that's it's fair. sort of alive, like right. let's see what happens. Let, um, let's also not forget that the audience for this show, the target audience, is one person, and that's me. Okay. All right. All right. Sounds. Yeah. I mean, I, I think uh, the potential for hilarity is there. I think the uh, the heart is there. Uh, you know, with with our setting them straight with the uh, RBG, um, yep. and then um, if if it all just goes wrong, then we've got uh, we've got bull there. So that's yeah. No, that's right. I think that's fine. <laughs> I appreciate it. Okay. Any other questions before we jump into the main game? <laughs> no. I mean, yes, but no, no. <laughs> Any that you want to ask now? Yeah, I was going to say I've got a lot of questions, but I'm I'm sure that you don't have. Any answers that would that would satisfy the, yeah no definitely the not. questions okay yeah, yeah all yeah. right <laughs> let's jump over to the main game today we are going to start new radio stations yeah I know everything's a podcast now and there's internet radio and everything but apparently trust your radio is still a thing you can still get it in your car or at home or wherever you want uh, so it's all around us right now it is yeah we're gonna start our own radio stations I want to know what your station name is uh, where it's gonna be located. Uh, every good radio station has a slogan, so tell us your slogan. What type of radio station is it going to be? Are you going to be doing a, a sports a sports station, a talk station, a news station, music, politics, whatever it may be? Tell us about your most popular show, whether it's the morning drive show or some other show. You know Who hosts it? Tell us about that show. And who else uh, you have DJing or hosting shows on your station? Um, and then finally, all good radio stations are notorious for their crazy contests. So tell us about one of your contests uh, that you're going to have for your radio station. All right. Sounds great. Um, I'm a, I'm a big fan of radio. Uh, you know, Chicago, uh, where I grew up is a, is a great radio city. Um, or it was a great radio city. I, you know, whatever. Um, it's got a lot of, uh, a lot of famous names and events, uh, and, and stations that, that have happened there. Um, you know, both in the music and the talk. So uh, I've grown up with a lot of radio, uh, in my life. So this is a, this is a good topic for me. So, um, so you want me to go ahead and start? Yeah, please. So uh, mine will be a, a terrestrial radio station, uh, okay. you know, not not buying into the satellite stuff, and you know for for reasons that will become apparent later. So, but it's going to be simulcast uh, both from um, from New York and Los Angeles, just because I couldn't decide if I wanted a, a W call sign or a K call sign. But the uh, the call sign will be pretty much the same. Just you know, on the East Coast it'll be W H A L, um, and on the West Coast it'll be K H A L. So, okay. um, uh, you may know it, you call it W Hal or K Hal. And, um, the basic premise of the, the stations, uh, there are no human DJs on them. Okay. It's all run by AIs, uh, AI machine learning, um, intelligent machines. Um, not only the DJs, um, and these are all music stations, right? Um, right. so they're not only the DJs, but they also use the AI to create. So I don't know if oh, you've okay. seen these lists of, uh, you know, like AI created song names that are designed to, to, to make, um, you know, the perfect song name or the perfect movie trailers, uh, or things like that. And they always come out just a little crazy, right? Like out of a list of a hundred, there'll be two that you're like, okay, that makes sense. But for the most part, it's like butterscotch lemonade. And you're like, what, what is that even? I don't. (laughs) So, uh, so I'm going to turn it over to, to the AI. I'm going to let them, uh, you know, be the voices between the music I'm going to let them sure. make the t- titles of the, the songs. I'm going to let them generate the songs. Um, and, you know, they'll have the, 
the DJ, and I'm, I'm using my air quotes here, uh, right. will get like a four hour shift and they'll have a genre. And within that genre, you know, it's a broad genre. So we'll say like, uh, you know, like classic rock or, or uh, modern uh, rock or classical or uh, flamenco or whatever, you know, they'll have access to sure. the whole recorded history of that. And they'll, they'll analyze it, you know, in terms of popularity plus critical reception uh, plus, you know, uh, just musical virtuosity. And from that, they will build these songs uh, that they play for you. Okay. So the DJs are also the musicians. Yes. The, the DJs okay. are, well, I mean, it probably all runs from one supercomputer, probably in Champagne, right. right. Urbana somewhere. Um, but each, there'll be sub AIs, you know, there'll be their own individual programs that are, that are running their, their routines to create um, to create specific genre, right? Okay. Like the new, like best possible AI versions of these subgenres. So, sure. So the, I think the most popular show will be the one. Um, and I guess it doesn't really matter when it is, but we'll call it the drive time show just because that's seems to be when a lot of um, radio gets a lot of attention um, in the mornings right. and while people are commuting and getting ready for work. But um, so we'll have, you know, once a specific genre AI becomes successful um, in its subgenre, we will make a copy of it and then start injecting. Like if you're the flamenco DJ who's done a really good job and made the best flamenco, we'll start injecting like one song from another genre in there. So we'll like put in Nirvana smell like teen spirit into your flamenco archive or in, into your flamenco algorithms. Or, okay. you know, we'll, we'll put, uh, we'll put Beethoven's fifth into your Steppenwolf uh um, classic rock algorithm and you know things like that so so you're subtly trying to expand right your well, listeners uh yeah well we'll um we'll just see where the AI, ai takes that new little bit of information um okay so yeah interesting yeah yeah so the i think the the these ai will all have to be cut off from the internet you know so that they won't be able to to interact with the listeners at all unfortunately uh because okay. we've heard the the terrible stories about you know, the AI that gets turned loose on the internet and within, what was it, like three minutes or 30 minutes or something like that, just started spouting off racist hate speech, took over the planet Skynet style. So, you know, we want to protect against those sorts of things. Um, so they're going to have to be uh, cut off from 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 the listeners, unfortunately. But we appreciate those safeguards. You'd think there you would, but the contests, you know, the, the radio contests that we have. Yeah. At some point, we're going to give copies of the AI to the listeners. So a select oh group of listeners and um, the, the listener whose AI does not become uh, racist or Skynet the longest, like, you know, so whoever holds out the longest <laughs> from keeping their AI to, from being racist or, um, you know, destroying the planet. Well, Hey, they win. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it'll be too late by then. Right. Because one of the AIs will have already destroyed the planet. Well, Michael, I, for one, welcome our new AI overlords. So, <laughs> okay. What, Assuming that somehow the planet is not completely destroyed, sure, and somebody does win this contest, we'll call it. Uh, <laughs> what do they win? Um, well, that is a good. They win whatever's left, I guess, right? So, oh wow, so they get basically take over the world. Yeah, what's sure. Left of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and that that'll be hard coded into the program, the AI's program. Like once a contest winner has has uh, come about, well, then you know they just all shut down back to their normal DJing algorithms. So, so you basically get whatever you can get after that. I mean, it, you may get 
you know, just a bunch of uh, uh, race riots, or you know, you may be the the king of uh, a crumbling planet. Really has kind of gone dark this week, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'd say. Um, wow, <laughs> I'm not sure if you're advocating for the end of the world, advocating for no Michael, terrible I'm, events to occur in Michael, the world. I'm, I'm just advocating for good radio. Advocating for good radio. Okay. Well, I'm glad you cleared that up. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was momentarily confused there. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. But um, I mean, now you kind of see why the um, why the why I wanted that call sign um, for right for Hal, um, and so we would broadcast uh, on either um, you know nine thousand, like so it'd be Hal nine thousand or two thousand one or something like that. So that's uh, okay. Whatever whatever uh, uh, frequency best relates to. I don't think either AM or FM gets into those numbers, but you know, well, I'd imagine the AI is going to figure out pretty fast how to just take over. All terrestrial radio and just make every station W H A L. Well, sure. K-H-A-L. I mean, if uh, if uh, Sumner Redstone and uh, uh, what's his name from Fox Corp uh, can figure it out, I'm sure. Murdoch. Yeah, yeah, Rupert Murdoch can figure it out, then I'm sure that uh, an AI could too. There, yeah, very true. Wow, that's uh, quite the radio station. Yeah, no, it's um, it's I, it's it's sort of dark and sort of uh, sort of morbid, but um, you know, that's maybe they'll all be goth radio stations for the dark and morbid at some point too so we'll have a fan base it's fine i mean i gotta admit i never expected to ever have fear of a radio station yeah no you really do need to to be be careful about what's being played yeah. on your radio yeah i'm tempted never to turn my radio on again <laughs> well and uh, certainly don't play radio on the internet that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> that's fair yeah that's fair. i'll stick to podcasts yeah please do i was gonna say stick to what you're good at but uh, yeah, podcasting yeah. it. Yeah, maybe right. listen. I'm good at listening to them. <laughs> there you go. You're an excellent listener. Actually, I'm a really terrible listener when it comes to podcasts because I don't remember anything that was said. <laughs> All right. Well, never mind. Uh, yeah, I'll find something someday. But uh, <clears throat> in the meantime, I will tell you about my what is apparently a very happy-go-lucky radio station. In comparison, <laughs> the bar is low for that. Honestly, like, you don't have to. You don't have to do much to be like, I've got a radio station about rye bread, only rye bread. Right. That's, that's happy. Good lucky compared to this. So, yeah, I I don't know what it is about you coming on hypothetical, but I always have a bunch of rejected ideas. Okay. All right. So I want to give you a couple of my rejected radio stations before I give you my actual radio station. Sounds good. Which also won't be very successful. I don't. Yeah. I was going to say at some point they'll all be rejected, but uh, yeah, you go ahead and lay out your best options. Right. The first radio station I was going to create, but decided to reject, was Merriam-Webster Radio. Um, and the slogan was going to be all dictionary, all the time, where the DJs would literally just read from the dictionary in alphabetical order. Oh, in order, too. Okay. In so, order. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I figure we've got enough programming to last us for a good while. Yeah. And, um, you know, I suppose that after you've run out of the dictionary, you could cycle through the thesaurus as well because i think webster makes one of those right i assume they do yeah. yeah right yeah so yeah i guess we could do different merriam-webster textbooks so yeah okay yeah so I, actually this might not be rejected after all oh great i'm glad i talked you into this <laughs> yeah. I mean, plenty of content yeah won't be any listeners but be plenty of content i mean you could you could even step it up and go to like radio britannica right which you when you get to the right. uh to the uh, encyclopedias that would that would take you but i figure that there's enough content there that by the time you finish the dictionary you could probably just start all over again right because you know most radio stations they'll play the same song like 30 times oh sure day. yeah right so so would there be any discussion about the like you read the word you read the definition you know the no, per- no discussion no okay all right none none whatsoever no it, it would be like a graduation ceremony where you're just reading <laughs> off the names just in monotone 
Right. In monotone, you're just simply reading the, you read the word, the pronunciation, definition, whatever else is in the dictionary, but that's pretty much it. So would there be like a Sunday morning, like top 40 uh, call in request show where people can call in and request their favorite word be read again? (laughs) Uh, No, this is simply reading from the dictionary. Straight through. Straight through. Yeah. As boring as all can be. All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, You know, in today's world, it could have a market. I I don't want (laughs) to. Yeah. I mean, you are convincing me not to put this in the reject pile. You right. a pretty good job of that. Thanks. <laughs> uh, so my next my next radio station, sort of similar, but way more frustrating. It's called One Radio, and it's one song played over and over all week. Because oh, boy. You, know, <laughs> you know radio stations, they overplay a song, and you get sick of it real quick. Yeah, so you're just right. accelerating that for us. I'm accelerating that. So to the point of like, you're way past the point of being sick of the song. Right. Because there's no DJ, you know, there's no, I guess there'll be commercials. That's the only thing that'll break it up. Sure. Just but looped. All over. we're doing is playing the same song all day, every day for a week. Then we'll switch songs each week. See now, if, if you had a whole network of radio stations like this, so like say, you know, around here, every, pretty much every uh, frequency has something on it. I don't, there's not a lot of space between them here. So you could, take over the airwaves and have every station playing a different song all day for a week, all day, every day for a week. You know, you listen to it and you're like, okay, I heard, you know, whatever, three times in a row, uh, I'm going to switch stations and you could predictably know what song is going to be where for that week. That doesn't sound so bad. true, but that, yeah, but that sort of gets away from my original intent. Which is just to annoy people. Not necessarily to annoy people, just play the same song over and over. Now, if, if we had a bunch of stations in the same market, Maybe they'd all play the same song all week. Oh, okay. All right. Well, so even if you try to switch stations, you're still getting the same thing. So you're you're essentially trying to ruin radio. Right, because I want people, more people to listen to my podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you're you're just here to drive traffic. All right. I get right. it. Right. Very subtly, though, because hey, I'm not going to tell them what to do. <laughs> everybody like and subscribe. And seriously, like, share, and subscribe. Is that what it's supposed to do? Right. Something like that. I don't know. I'm not good at that marketing thing. <laughs> review review this on itunes well you know what actually don't i don't want to know what you guys think about this <laughs> yeah you're better off not reviewing it but you should mm-hmm. review hypothetical in your itunes or wherever you only if you can them. promise a positive review and do i want you to do that that's you know like if you got a bad review keep it to yourself that's okay i'll take whatever i can get we do have a complaint line after all <laughs> that's true yeah just send those along send those my way uh so my next one uh you know, it takes on your idea from the warm-up game of counter-programming. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, most of the big stations and the big markets are like, you know, we play all the hits. We're playing all the, the top songs in the nation at that given time. So this station that I rejected is called Second Rate Radio, where we play all the misses. Okay. Right? So it's just, we play terrible music. All right. So songs that are not popular. So there's a lot of, you know, you hear the term one-hit wonders a lot. You're looking for the like the no hit wonders. No, uh, no. We'll take music from the one hit wonders, but it's not that one hit. Oh, it's okay. The other songs on their albums. Right. It's the B side of that one hit. <laughs> right. I don't know if there's a big market for that. <laughs> so, you know I, what? I put that in the reject pile. There is a uh, it, on the satellite radio. There's the deep tracks uh, stations, right. or you know, the, some right. some of the um, have the the uh, the second like digital, you know, dash two or whatever. Uh, station right. that plays the deep tracks, so I think there might be some some out there. Although, you know, no one really wants the deep tracks of somebody you've never heard of and probably don't like. But yeah, we're we're gonna pass on second rate radio for now. All right. And uh, the last one in the reject pile before I get to the one I went with 
even though that one should have been rejected also, uh, is NSA radio. And our slogan is, we're watching you listening to us. Okay. I like it. Right. I, I'm not really sure what the programming is on that station yet. Sure. Um, I think it's, but, I think it's just got to be the feed of all the wiretaps, right? Yeah, it could be. Like, yeah, so it's just like overload of. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe like one at a time, maybe all of them simultaneously. I don't know, but. Either way, I, I think there's going to be some some voyeurs that want to tune into that for sure. Unless we could figure out a way to individualize programming for each listener oh. so that we're just playing what we picked up from them. No, I, even better. Like you hyper localize it so that you're playing all the phone taps from within like a mile of you. Right. So you're. Wow. It may be you. That would be good radio. It may be your neighbors. Might um, be disturbing, but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> I mean, that's like. Uh, yeah. I mean, that, that's. All right, so that's going back in the maybe pile. Okay, I like it. <laughs> I mean, you know, once the government starts back up, we can pitch this back to them. So yeah, no, now's the time to actually work on it because yeah, let's get our they, business plan together. <laughs> right, they can't; they're not doing anything else right now. So right, you know, they've got the time to start putting this, putting the technology together and the oh, programming. They, they have the technology, like, <laughs> right? Okay. Not, okay, so putting the programming together. Right. I was just you know trying to ease people into this station. Yeah. All right. So those are the rejected ones so far. Maybe some of them aren't going to be rejected after all. And now I'm going to give you the real radio station I'm going to start, which totally should have been rejected, but whatever. I don't have anything better. I'll, I'll give you some rejection. Let's bring it on. So the station is going to be called Mundane Sports Radio. So sports radio. Right, but not for real sports. Oh, I see. Okay, so it's yeah. not the sports radio that is being described as mundane. It's the sports that are being described as mundane. Right, but they're not actual. They, they're not what you could traditionally consider sports. Sure. Okay. okay. So here, I'll, I'll try and explain this a little better. So the slogan is, everything's a sport if you try hard enough. Okay. okay. So like uh, competitive dishwashing. Precisely. Got it. You've got it. Yeah. Okay. So it's sports talk radio and also like event radio. So you know how, you know, a radio station will, they'll have their sports talk hosts that'll do a show and they'll talk about whatever sports stuff they talk about. When the local professional team has a game, they might broadcast the game. So like the Super Bowl will be broadcast on whatever radio station. We'll also broadcast our quote unquote sporting events on this station. Okay. All right. Right. With so color like, commentary and, and exactly. uh, you know, the statistics and everything. So, yeah. Right. Right. Like a, uh, a highlight of the week is usually the, uh, the Saturday morning deli line at the grocery store. Okay. Right. You know, we have some pretty good play-by-play announcers for that. Ooh, did you see and, that move in the in the uh, right. kindergarten pickup line? That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So <clears throat> that's the the premise of the uh, of the station. Um, our popular morning drive show is going to be called Mundane in the Morning. Okay. And uh, it's a talk show. It's going to uh, be hosted by the Nutty Professor uh, Eddie Murphy playing the Nutty Professor. Okay. And Johnny Weir, All right. the uh, former figure skater turned figure skating analyst. Yeah. Uh, because I want some really excitable host. No, I can get behind that. Right. To talk about mundane sports. So they'll recap everything that's going on in the world of mundane sports. You know, they'll talk about the the checkout line at the local convenience store last night. Mm-hmm. And this morning's uh, uh, toothbrushing event. Precisely. Yep. Yeah. The dishwashing, you know, the important stuff. Right. Right. Uh, and we'll, you know, we'll have certain big events throughout the year. We'll have like extra coverage on haven't quite figured out what that is, but that could be like Tuesday afternoon parent pickup the local preschool. Sure. Or, you know, right. live on location from Starbucks at rush hour. Right, right. Or at morning commute rush hour. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, or trash day. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 
Maybe. Did you see? Did you see the guy down the street who wheeled out his uh, trash bins right as the truck was pulling up? Yeah, or you, you'd do it uh, like on a holiday, like uh, you know, just recently we had MLK Day here, and it's like, is there trash on MLK Day? We'll you know, stay tuned, and we'll find out. Right. You right. just have a camera on a street for and, a truck uh, that may or may not come. Right. Spoiler alert: trash did come on. Trash pickup was on Monday this week. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It was exciting though. So then we, you know, go back through the statistics from the years previous, like, right. You know, 2019. Yes, there was trash pickup on a Monday. Right. 2018. Yes, right. there so, was trash pickup on a Monday. Right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, and uh, the night professor, Johnny Weir will talk about how way back in the day, things were different and there wasn't always trash pickup on certain holidays. And yeah, back, back in the seventies before there was Monday trash pickup on holiday. Right. Yeah, they'll bring on special guests and back before the and stuff. Back before all the garbage men were on steroids, <laughs> right? There was the the great steroid scandal of the the late nineties. We are in we, the trash pickup world. We do live in the trash steroid era, Michael. Michael, yeah. I hate to tell you this. Yeah. So all your records are should have an asterisk. That's true. That's true. So uh, I've got Eddie Murphy. Uh, I got the night professor and Johnny Weir hosting the morning show. Uh, Willy Wonka is going to do the afternoon drive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which um, which version? The Gene Wilder version. Okay, so I think that's the wackier. It, it's the uh, it's it, the more excitable version, right? More excitable, yeah. Right. Probably the, the better yeah. way to describe that. I'm not sure who else is going to host, but I'm just. I think most of the hosts need to be excitable people. Okay, in general, because we're talking about mundane sports. Sure, um, we're going to hold a lot of contests throughout the year because there's plenty of room for contests and making things competitive. Typically mundane. But the big contest that we do every year is we do a supermarket sweep revival. Oh, okay. Right. So the great game show from the from the eighties. We set it up at, you know, random grocery stores across America. Okay. And we pretty much do this we we you basically there's there's trials to get to the final event. Right. So like there'll be for months leading up to the big game, the big supermarket sweep game, you have to qualify uh, and move on to the next round until you get to the finals. So the finals are going to be like really good grocery store shoppers. Okay. Right. But the, the, the normal, like the, the, the preliminary shopping is really just regular shopping, right? It's not like these items that, you know, that's the competition itself, right? That's not the preliminary. You just have to just be a really good grocery shopper for your family. Right. You have to be a really good grocery shopper. And then you have to be, you know, nominated to participate in the trials. And then the trials are competitive. So, who, You'll who, have to. Who does the nominating? Uh, the grocery store managers. Oh, okay. I would assume they're most qualified. I, I would say maybe the uh, the baggers. You know, or the might, ba- yeah, the baggers, the cashiers. Yeah, they all have this people who, yeah. who interact with you and your groceries. You know, right, right, right. So yeah, so that that's how you'll get nominated. Then you got to participate in actual supermarket sweep. So we'll be analyzing receipts. You know what you what you bought this week, how much you paid for it, your coupon um, ratio. Your coupon ratio, how much time you spent in the store to to fill up your basket, mm-hmm. um, things like that, to qualify you to get to the next round. Well, and you and could do sh- you could do those like uh, inspirational biopics of uh, of the person as they're you know combing through the Sunday circulars and clipping the coupons and and uh, you know yeah. making their lists and you know sort of like watching the quarterbacks review the the footage and stuff. It'd be right. sort of like that same sort of thing and. Um, how their family surrounds them while they're clipping coupons, and right. Well, that's the, that's the beauty of this event is the pregame show for the 
the final supermarket sweep is going to be extravagant. It's going to be huge. You're going to have all these, you know, the, the background stories and all the competitors. Yeah. And the, you know, the heartfelt story of the of the guy who lost his arm trying to, you know, went in a bad shopping cart accident. Right. Trying, and was trying un, to get the, unable to to make it to the finals, but trying to get you know, the Costco size mayo from the top shelf, you know? That's right, right. So that's uh that's gonna be the big big contest. We're gonna have supermarket sweep, uh, the supermarket sweep finals every year. And just like the Super Bowl, it'll change locations each year. So different grocery stores can nominate themselves to try to be selected as the location for the next supermarket sweep uh, yeah. finals. I like this. I think, I mean, first of all, I think you've got a lot of potential here. You, you know, you, you've gone way beyond um, a radio station at this point. I think you're talking about a cultural phenomenon, really. You're, you're talking yeah. about a whole new a whole new way to sport. Right, exactly. And so the, the whole industry that is built up around professional sports here could easily, very easily, right? I mean, this wouldn't take much convincing at all right. to, to convince the nation to, to buy into mundane sports. Because then we all become the sports stars that exactly. we imagined we would be when we were exactly. in the driveway with the basketball. Mundane sports radio is providing hope in this day and age of not so much hope, <laughs> uh, right? Sure. And this day and age of HAL radio where we don't know if the world's going to exist soon. Right. Um, right. You know, we've got some positivity here and anybody could be the next big sports star, superstar and get an endorsement deal from Butterball Turkey or- Don Dish who, Detergent. Don Dish Detergent, right. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of potential here uh, to make people happy. And who wouldn't tune in to the supermarket sweep finals every year for however many hours it takes to to run that competition. So could there be a like a puppy bowl version of supermarket sweep that goes on as well? So we have like puppies that we set loose in the pet store, pick out all the good treats because I think that would be adorable. You know, to, uh, that, to watch during halftime of the supermarket sweep. Yeah, yeah. You, I don't know if you noticed this, but you just got hired as programming manager oh, for oh, Monday Sports Radio. That sounds perfect. <laughs> or, or for at least special event programming. You know, I've I've got a job that I've been trying to get rid of for a while. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this, this sounds perfect because uh, those complaints. <laughs> oh, that's the job you want to get rid of. Okay, well, oh, maybe yeah, we'll have yeah. to get somebody else for the uh, special <laughs> event programming <laughs> for Monday Sports Radio. Because yeah, that's a genius idea. We'd definitely have to have a puppy bowl version of supermarket sweep. Yeah, that, I love to, that. I don't, I don't think you could call it puppy sweep because that doesn't make any sense. But right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll figure that part out. Yeah, we have people for that. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. So that's my radio station. Uh, I'm sticking to it. Okay, as they say. Yeah, uh, I I think that's a great idea. I mean, I appreciate. It. I don't know that. Um, you know, I, I don't know if you've listened to sports talk radio uh, lately, but it's terrible. Um, I try not to. Yeah. So this sounds a lot better, honestly. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's our radio station. It is, um, a lot less ominous than yeah. the radio station that was just created. You know, I think, I think if we do both of ours, um, it sort of has a net effect of, of nothing. Right. So it's like just zeros back out to where <laughs> we are right now. So, uh, if you say so protects the status quo, I think it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm still a little worried about your station. Yeah. Well, you probably should be. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah i think that'll do it for uh, this episode of hypothetical thank you uh very much again for joining me dave appreciate it anytime and uh i know i usually ask you where people can find you online and you sometimes send them places otherwise you have recommendations so either or do you want to send people to uh 
find you online or anything you want to recommend this week? This week, I'm going to uh, recommend uh, Johnny's Beef in Melrose Park, Illinois. Um, actually, I don't think it's in Melrose Park, but it's on North Avenue, um, just east of River Road. Um, I'd say go there and get the combo. Uh, bring cash. It's cash only. Um, and don't expect to sit down in the winter because all the tables are outside. So It is in Lincoln Park. No, 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 no. Not not that one. Oh, uh, uh, it's it's West Elmwood, Elmwood Park. Elmwood Park. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Elmwood oh, Park. Illinois. That's Johnny's with ending in I E. Oh yeah, I. correct. Yeah, J O H N I E apostrophe S beef. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Johnny's beef in Elmwood Park. Excellent. Yeah. Hey, well, they make the sausages on a little sword over fire. So and it is classic Chicago, I guess. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Um, I think people can find you at Sir Jerk Face in places. Oh, yeah. You can uh, find me too. But really, yeah. the sausage is better. I'd say good time. <laughs> you tell I appreciate your honesty. Can you tell we're recording at lunchtime? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you again, Dave. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore hypothetical. And subscribe to Hypothetical on your podcast player of choice. And if you do have any complaints uh, about HAL Radio, you can direct them directly to Sir Jerk Face by calling him at 937 937- 63 hyper that's 937-634-9737 or email us at complain at hypothetical.show until next time this is hypothetical hypothetical